Welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. It's about football, but really. I am your host, Zachary Smith. Join with me as always is Trevor Scott and Carrie Dempsey. How are we doing tonight, boys? Doing great. It was a great football weekend. Yeah, it was just fun, fun weekend. A lot of good games. Uh, how are you doing, Carrie? I'm sad. There's no football till Thursday. I'm sitting here <laughs> crying, you know? Yeah. Can't last day without it. Uh, I'm sorry, Carrie. You're getting used care. to it, and it's like getting a, getting a fix. It's I know. Like, it's, it's like, I need my Derek Carr, man. Give me my Derek Carr. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> All right. So uh, what what are we drinking tonight? Trevor, like like you you pick it up from last week? Or are you still doing it? I did. I okay. went I went back to back to my roots for this week. Uh saw strong showing by uh, the Eagles, strong showing by Jalen Hurts, so I picked up some Yingling. Philly. Back to the basics. Shout out to Philly, baby. What about you, Kerry? Me, I went back to basics as well. Oh, Fortunately. No. Oh no. Unfortunately, back to the Natty Light, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my back to the God. Natty Light. Trying to save money, okay? Jesus. Are you drinking it out of your trash can? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? It goes pretty good with the trash. But hey, cheap, I'll take it. All right. So I, you know, had a strong showing out of the Northwest this week, Seattle taking down Indianapolis. So I'm heading to the Northwest. I should say back to the Northwest, having another Black Butte Porter out of Bend, Oregon. Um, from Deschutes Brewery, uh, it's it's good. I have two of them here. I'll probably drink them both before the end of the podcast. So I'm 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 in a good place right now. It's basically what I'm saying. And the Ducks beat the Bucks, dude. The Ducks beat the Bucks. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's another one. The Oregon Oregon another took reason. down Ohio State at the at the Horseshoe. So that's a a little bit of college football news for you guys. All right. Um, we're just going to go over week one, kind of our initial reactions out of everything we saw. Um, we're going to go game to game. So starting off Thursday night, really good game between Tampa Bay and Dallas in Tampa. Uh, what what surprised you guys most about this game? That Dak is back. Dak looked great. He didn't look like he was coming off injury. He looked exactly where he took off, if not better, now yeah. and with all these weapons. He's going to have a big year this year. Yeah. And Cowboys put up a good fight. You know, they didn't win, but they showed they're going to be a contender in the NFCs this year. Yeah, they definitely look like they could compete for that division, win that division. They keep playing like that. I mean, defense wasn't amazing, but you're playing the Bucks. you're playing Tom Brady, who looks yeah. like he took some time at the Fountain of Youth over the offseason. He looked great. But, yeah, I mean, when Dak got hurt last year, he was QB5 in fantasy. So, I mean, he doesn't look like he lost his step at all. And one guy I was really impressed with was um, Trayvon Diggs. I know we always bash on their uh, their secondary a lot in Dallas, but, but he looks good. He looks like he's developed a lot and like he could be a leader on that defense. And they're going to need him back yeah, there. Yeah, I, just one of the things, uh, I sat down and actually watched the whole the whole game Thursday. Um, on Sunday, I watched Red Zone, but uh, Dallas and Tampa—that was a, that was a fun game to watch. Um, Dak Prescott, in my opinion, he looked better than he's ever had in his entire career. He looked incredible. Um, given the the but the Bucks front seven, that there wasn't going to be much on the ground, so it was going to be Dak's game to either win or lose. 
a couple of a couple of bad passes late in the fourth quarter is what ended up costing them. Instead of getting a touchdown when they were down deep in Tampa Bay territory, ended up taking a field goal of that, and then Tom Brady marches down the field and gets a touchdown to win the game. But all in all, I was really really impressed with Dallas. Um, I think that if they had a better kicker. They would have. Yeah, could have won that game. You could have won that game with a better kicker, but. Yeah, Dallas looks good. Dallas looks really, really good. Um, and Tampa is exactly who they who we thought they were. <laughs> yeah, and the old the old guys coming out. Gronk yeah. looked like Gronk five years ago. AB looked like Steeler AB. Yeah, Brady Brady's going off. Yeah, that offense is scary. What year is this? It might be like 2016. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but a fun game starting off the weekend. Uh, then what? we go to a, a blowout in Atlanta. Uh, what shocked you most about this game? That the Falcons are going to get murdered next week against the Bucks. <laughs> you don't think they're going to turn around? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> 28-3 times two. Mm-hmm. But... Falcons look awful. They looked okay in the first drive, and then they couldn't do anything the rest of the game. We knew their defense was going to be bad, but their offense wasn't good either. Yeah, it's not like Philly's a top unit. And then yeah, I expected at least average play from their offense. Yeah, Jalen Hurts went right down the field on them, hitting Devonta Smith for his first touchdown early on. I mean, Eagles look really good, but the question is if it's just the Falcons are that bad or the Eagles that good. But yeah. Rough game for Atlanta. The line looked awful also. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised about how bad Atlanta's offense looked. I mean, they only six points against the Eagles defense that isn't great. They're not terrible. They're not like bottom of the league, but it's not a great squad. They they not a great eleven guys that they have out there. And and Atlanta just unable to move the ball. I mean, everyone was expecting a really high scoring game between them and uh nothing really going offensively for Atlanta. We'll see if they can turn around against Tampa, but hopes are not high. Um, what about you, Trevor? What shocked you most about this one? Probably just how like how flip-flop the offenses were. I mean, both defenses are huge question marks. You're not expecting anything from either one of them. But I kind of expected – I didn't expect it, but I really could have seen Philly's offense looking like how Atlanta's was looking and then – Atlanta's looking how Phillies, and it was the exact opposite. I mean, I expected some consistency out of Matt Ryan, I mean, or, or any part of that Atlanta offense, and there was just really nothing there. But, I mean, yeah, Philly looked good. They capitalized. They faced a weak defense, and they got the job done. Yeah. What's your, what's your thoughts on your boy Kyle Pitts' NFL debut? Uh, not great, but, I mean, the offense really looked bad. I mean, yeah. hopefully they'll get him more involved next week because – Somebody's got to. I mean, yeah, someone's got to get. Someone's got to make a play for Atlanta, um, or else it's going to be a long season. Um, next, we're going on to Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Big upset. Pittsburgh knocking off what's told you boys. considered to be it. one of the big contenders in the AFC this year. Um, I don't know about you guys. I was kind of shocked by the, by the mistakes Buffalo made all game. Just a lot of mistakes. The line sucks. They have no running game. Josh Allen's overrated. What else? Okay. They're not going to like that one. No. It's the truth. You know, now that, I mean, I've watched the game, and I don't want to overreact because it's been one week. Yeah. I think they can definitely turn around in Buffalo. I think 
they're definitely still favorites to win the division. But I mean, what Kerry said, I mean, even though they might like they were so great and mighty last year, like after he's been preaching it for the past few weeks over the off season that they might take a step back and regress a little bit this year. And I mean, the line looked bad. There was no hope in the running game. I I could really see him turning it around, but you know, I'm I'm impressed from what Kerry said. I'll I'll jump ahead a little bit, but after this week, then they're going to Miami to take on one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You see them struggling there also. I know we'll talk about week two a little bit ahead, but do you think the struggles will continue or they'll be able to bounce back against Miami? They're gonna need a running game. Like yeah. that you can't just go one dimensional against Miami's secondary. I mean, you're gonna have to rely on digs and Xavier Howard's gonna be blanketing him pretty much the whole game. So yep. it's, it's gonna both- depend entirely on their running game. And their front seven isn't all that impressive. It's the secondary that's really the mm-hmm. Gary unit there. So might not be in a lot of Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen next week. Yeah. Um, but Steelers look good. Obviously, their defense was going to be dominant. I'm going to make yeah. a bold claim. Offense Steelers' defense didn't just look good. They looked sexy. Like, they played okay. some good football. They're the best defense in the NFL. Absolutely. After watching the games that I watched, they just looked incredible. Great secondary. All over the field. All over the field. The Um, offense is another question, though. Yeah, the offense is a big question. That O-line's bad. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger's aging. Um, He made some good throws late, but, I mean, he's an NFL quarterback. You kind of expect him to make good throws, but... Yeah, but at this point, without defense, they just need a game manager at this point. Yeah, that's, exactly. They just need a guy that's not going to turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Minnesota at Cincinnati. Cincinnati actually taking this one down um, at home. Uh, what surprised you most about this game? Uh, I will go first. I will say that what really did not surprise me at all about this game was. Evan McPherson uh, stepping in and who is now kicker number seven in fantasy. But yeah, um, I'm happy for the Bengals. I like their their young core a lot. The line, you know, it had its it, its bad parts. I mean, it didn't look great. Nobody expected it to look great. But I mean, Joe Mixon ran for, you know, 125 yards or something. Burrow, he didn't stay clean, but he stayed up for the most part more than he did last year. Yeah. He had a good game. Jamar Chase... Looks good. Looks very good. He must have figured Even out those NFL footballs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm happy they got this win against uh, the team that I said was going to be the most overrated or actually disappointing this year, the Minnesota Vikings starting yeah. out 0-1. Yeah. That was a, that's a big loss for Minnesota, who's trying, who's been trying for the last few years to get back into contention for the division and, and make a playoff run. But losing to Cincinnati – yeah, that's going to put a step back for sure. They're just stuck. The defense was supposed to be better this year, didn't look good early on. The line has been awful for years, and they've still failed, failed to address it. Yep. I mean, Mike Zimmer's not a great coach, and Kirk Cousins is a solid, good quarterback, but he's not going to win you everything. Yeah. I think it's time for rebuild Minnesota. Yeah, you're you're not probably not wrong there. Um Next up, we have San Francisco at Detroit. Detroit playing San Francisco tough, but San Francisco taking it down 41-33. 
Um, the biggest shock to me was Jared Goff played very well. He had a really good second half, mm-hmm. especially with the lack of weapons he has. But the running running game looked good. Line did its job in the second half. Hawkinson had some big catches. But the defense is the worry in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't biting kneecaps off. No. No, yeah, I can see I can see Detroit losing a lot of games like this this year. I mean, not necessarily getting up in the thirties every week, but I mean the offense looks it looks good enough to win games if they had a good defense, but the defense looks bad, but I I also thought it was really good to see Trey Lance too. I know we only got that one throw, but it was it was good seeing him in the game, getting that first touchdown. And also Raheem Mostert, after that injury, he's uh, going to be out for the year. So That's a big loss. And a lot of fantasy yeah. owners. I don't think it's and necessarily what? a loss much for San Francisco. And don't forget, Lions also lost 2020 third overall pick Jeff Okuda for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. He also went down. Mm. What are your yeah. guys' thoughts on Jimmy G? He looked pretty good. He did look good. Yeah. Very how good. long do you th- how long do you think he'll hold off, Lance? Uh, if he keeps this up, a, a while. Now, granted, he's going up against a bad defense, so we're gonna we're gonna have to see him in some division games. Yeah, it, we're gonna have to see how he plays against Seattle and and Arizona, and you, you, better teams basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you think the best case scenario for the Niners is that he plays like this the rest of the year does well then next season lance can take over and then jimmy g gets a starting job somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah that's probably the best case scenario but speaking of arizona they went to tennessee and beat up on the titans arizona taking it down 38 13 um what surprised me most was the lackluster performance out of the tennessee offense i don't know about you guys their line was atrocious yeah. I don't know if you saw Taylor Lewin after the game saying that Chandler and Jones just embarrassed him. <laughs> Jones had five sacks in the game. Lewin looked awful and wow. couldn't get the running game going. They gave up no play action in the second half, and Tannehill couldn't do much. And that, that game shocked me. I didn't think it was yeah. Cardinals going there and blow them out. I was, mm-hmm. I was really surprised by that game. Yeah, Kyler looked amazing, though. Like, Yeah, he looked good. He looked really good. Now, granted, MVP Tennessee's Jordan. defense is what exactly what we thought it would be, which is really weak. But mm-hmm. um, did not expect Arizona's defense to be able to come out and shut down an offense that has been amped up um, during this offseason with the addition of Julio Jones. Yeah, and without that running game for Tennessee, like that – that time of possession is really what makes them contenders. And time of possession, running the ball, and that play action. And when Derrick Henry's getting less than three and a half yards of carry, yeah, let's, let's hope they can turn it around. He started off slow last year too, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Next up, we did have. Wait, wait did, did you guys see Mike Vrabel's comment about Julio Jones? No, what did he say? He essentially called out Jones for a penalty early in the game. That kind of. Took them out of it when they're down ten nothing. Calling out a star player early on. Call the official quote was, "He did some dumb shit." Yeah, calling out a star player early on. That's that's pretty early. Bold move, but that. But you have to consider this also. Tennessee's passing offense, uh, the play action game, was a very good play action (laughs) offense. 
um, last year. So it's not mm-hmm. like he's already coming into a wide receiver core where they feel comfortable with what they had. They just wanted to add another weapon. So it kind of makes sense in that in that in that context that he would call out Julio Jones like, "Look, we brought you here to be a star guy. If you're not going to be that guy, then get on moving yeah, was, down the road." Yeah, especially with the new OC, I was just surprised how little they use play action yesterday when how effective it's been for them in the last few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, Seattle at Indy. Indy played them. Kind of tough, but it still ended up losing. Seattle takes it down 28-16. Russell Wilson looked good. Um, what what was the issue going on in Indianapolis this week? The line wasn't great. The defense wasn't great. Wentz wasn't bad. He just wasn't great. The, receiving, the receivers didn't do much. He was kind of just throwing running backs the whole game. Yeah. And with Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf, the Colts just don't really have a high-powered, big-play threat offense. That could get back in that game. Yeah. I mean, he saw Lockett with two huge touchdowns. Helped me out in fantasy, but didn't really help out the Colts at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that they were making no holes for the for the running game. Um, Wentz did play okay. He uh, 250 yards, two touchdowns. But, uh, you know, that's not going to be enough to beat Russell Wilson when he's starting the season hot just like he does every year. But, uh, yeah, their running game looks good. Their defense looks good. Seattle looked, looked very good this first opening weekend. And I think the Colts probably get a pass for the first week just with uh, the Lions had some injuries recently. Wentz, Nelson, Kelly, they had some COVID issues. So, yeah. week one, they Wentz wasn't even expected to play. So, yeah. he, he I think they're better off three anyway. Three or four weeks, right? Yeah, so I think they're in better shape even with that loss anyways. Yeah. I'm five weeks away now from not having to buy Zach beer. There you go. What do you mean? Sam Ellinger didn't play. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we're, what, 15 15 weeks away from Zach getting paper? No, 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 you're 16 weeks. 18 weeks away, really. Wait, 17. How many games? How many games did you say? 17 or 16? I said 17 games. 16 games to go, Brandon Sheriff. Let's do it. <laughs> so 17 weeks away. All right. Uh, next up, we had Los Angeles at Washington. Uh, Washington, early injury to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to be out for the year, and the Chargers take this one home 20-16. to 16. A good performance out of Washington defense, but the offense wasn't able to get going in order to get over the top in this one. Yeah. Um, I think he came in and he played extremely well. I mean, I'm excited to see what he can do next week. Uh, Fitzpatrick wasn't out there long, but wasn't really. He was, he was like three for six, three for seven with, I don't know, 12, 13 yards. But, uh, yeah, their, their offense didn't look very convincing with him out there but Heineke came out he was efficient and he's going to get a whole week of practicing with the first team and I'm excited to see what he can do next week but uh yeah other side of the ball um Chargers looked okay they did enough to win uh Herbert played well uh the running back was the running backs were okay but um yeah I mean they did enough to win so yeah really be too negative about them yeah um Washington's a good defense Yeah, Washington's defense looked pretty good, able to hold the Chargers to only 20 points. 
Um, the loss is really on the offense there. They The defense played well enough to win the game, in my opinion. But at some point, your offense has got to go out there and score points, and they just didn't do that at a high rate. And they, they got a big matchup this Thursday night football against the Giants, which should be a winnable game. So, which yeah. the defense should be able to carry against a weak Giants offense, but should be a chance for Heineke to really set himself apart. Yep. But Her- Herbert, he did have a couple turnovers, but you know, three hundred and thirty yards getting the win against one of the best defenses of the league. I don't know if there's going to be a sophomore slump this year. There you go. I turned. Yeah, I told you. Justin Herbert's here to stay, baby. Yes, we turned carry. <laughs> we'll see. Still early. <laughs> All right. Next up, you had the Jets traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Uh, Carolina and Sam Dar- Sam Darnold's revenge game um, ends up taking it down nineteen to fourteen. I was a little surprised at how close it was, uh, but what do you guys think? It was a tale of two halves. Zach Wilson looked awful with the first half. The Panthers' defense looked great that whole game. The front seven, Brian Burns leading the way, they were dominant. Um, Sam Darnold looked great in the first half, and then the second half, he didn't really have to do much. McCaffrey kind of just ran out the clock. But you know, Wilson had a good second half. Darnold looked pretty good. Um, the Panthers' defense looked good. I mean, if Darnold works out, this can be a sleeper team in the NFC this year. Yeah. But I think Wilson does have potential. It just might be a while before you see him actually becoming a decent starter in this league. Yeah, you also need to get him some better weapons. I mean, he's throwing to Corey Davis. He had a big (laughs) game, though. Yeah, Corey Davis had 97 yards receiving, but, you know. Besides him, nothing else. The running game was awful. Yeah. But Not not a lot to to praise there in terms of offense. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of hard to judge this Carolina team against the Jets. Yeah, so that's the other thing. I mean, the defense looked good, but it's against the New York Jets offense. So, And to the official Sam Darnold fan club, what are your thoughts after seeing his first game as a Panther? Um, I actually don't think he's going to win MIP anymore, most improved. Uh, I'm actually going to change that to MVP. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> not. I... <laughs> Oh man! Oh uh, yeah, the the offense looked good. They they did pretty much whatever they wanted in the first half, and then second half they definitely were playing conservative because you could tell they trusted their defense. But uh, I mean, yeah, their offense looked good. Defense looked good enough. Um, actually, I'm I think I had them finishing second in the division, so they might be a a fun little team. I uh, I liked what I saw from Zach Wilson. Now I know he was. You know, barely over 50% completion, but uh, yeah. that defense was after him the whole game. The line didn't look, help out a bunch. He had no rushing. Still can you look at his second half numbers? What's up? Can you look at his, you look at his like, second half numbers? It's pretty impressive. It's just that start, he looked terrible. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Panthers pretty much good QB play away from being a decent contender with good young defense, some great weapons and offense. Should be an interesting team this year. Yeah. Next up, we have Jacksonville going into Houston. Uh, Houston beat up on them 37-21. It wasn't really a game um, from the opening whistle. Um, Trevor Lawrence did end up having 332 passing yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, but not a lot to talk about offensively or defensively for Jacksonville. Houston dominated that game start to finish. 
what did you guys, what are the takeaways for this game? Where the fuck was James Robinson? <laughs> okay. Sounds like somebody that had him playing in fantasy this week. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, what do you see in Carlos Hyde? You have a rookie QB against a mediocre defense. Just, yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Carlos Hyde that's, is an Ohio State Buckeye. Wait, what? Said Carlos Hyde played for Urban at Ohio State, so Um, I don't know. Maybe he likes him, but yeah, I mean, Robinson. What do you have? Like, get a handful of carries, but he's still averaging five yards a pop. I mean, yeah, I think he had like five touches, like thirty in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that made no sense to me. Like James Robinson, you're talking about a guy that last year. The undrafted free agent comes out, rushes for over a thousand yards, and then you're going to bring in Carlos Hyde and run him most of the game. That just doesn't make any sense to me, especially with a rookie QB behind center. Um, this was a a game that Jacksonville, frankly, needed to win, um, and now that puts them way off track um, to start the season. Houston's not a good team, um, and to lose thirty-seven twenty-one. To them, it's pretty embarrassing. And that's just me saying that as a Jacksonville fan. It's embarrassing to lose to Houston 37-21. Yeah, I'm not really liking Urban Mayer right now. Mayer right now. Yeah, I don't know. That defense looked awful, too. I mean, it was just bad play. Just bad football. Agreed. But uh, next up, we had a, another good game in Kansas City. Kansas City against Cleveland. Kansas City ends up taking it down 3329. Um what Just do you guys say think it, about that game? This team is nev- never going to take that next level with Baker. Back-to-back times against the Chiefs, they've had a lead and Baker could not win it. He's well, never he's never going to be able to take this team over the hype. They're always going to be a good team, not great team. As they've shown once again, this team cannot beat Kansas City and is never going to beat Kansas City. <laughs> and Baker is going to be nothing else more than a game manager. Carry out. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I can't agree with that wholly. I mean, it does look like that right now. I mean, but I don't want to judge a guy like saying he's never going to beat Kansas City off of two games. I mean, this reminded me a lot of the uh, the playoff game last year, but um. That that interception by Baker in the fourth quarter looked really horrible. Uh, that's one that definitely should have been thrown out of balance. But um, I mean, they're close. They were in Kansas City. I mean, yeah. week one they lost to the best team, <clears throat> maybe best team, debatable best team in the league, but uh, by four points. But I don't know. I'm not writing them off yet, and I'm definitely not writing Bake off yet. But you, yeah, you, Chiefs' you, offense looks good. Yeah, it's just the question though, like. Obviously, Baker's a good guy when you're ahead. It's a close game. You know, he can mix with the running game. But when you're down big, like, obviously, you want Mahomes. You saw in in the Browns game, him and his weapons got them back in the game with his big throws. Do you think Baker is a guy that can get them back in the game like that? If you're in the playoffs, you're down two scores, you need some big throws. Do you think he's the guy when, you know, guys like Dak, Tom Brady, Wilson, et cetera, you know, they could – take over a game. Do you think yeah, he'll I, ever be that guy? I don't I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to like 
drop back and throw the ball deep four times in a row, like Mahomes will do, Brady, Josh Allen, Dak, guys like that. But I think he's good enough for their system to work in a playoff game. I mean, if they fall down a couple touchdowns and it's getting late, I mean, they, I mean they got they got talent everywhere. Uh, yeah, definitely the strongest part of their team is the run, but I think it's it's a good enough position to keep it keep it intact. And I'm not saying that they you know they won't win a playoff game or anything. I just think when it comes down to the big game, you know, AFC Championship Championship, I don't think this team could take it over the top. They're coming well, close though. We'll see. Yeah, they are. Long way. Come a long way from 0 and 16. They have. Yeah. Next up, we got Miami at New England. Miami goes into New England and beats them by one, 17 16, the final. Um, What did you got? What what, what are some of the takeaways from this game? Uh, Tua looks looks the same. Uh, This is how they're going to. Huh? He looked a little bit better. I mean, but I. I didn't think he looked as bad as you guys think he looked last year. Like, but to me, he, he looked the same. He had a little but, uh, more confidence. Huh? He had a little more confidence. Yeah, he did have a little more confidence. But, like, this is this is what Miami Dolphin wins, sadly, are going to look like this year. Uh, just low-scoring games where their defense plays well, where their running game is a little better than average. But... Tua managing the game. Uh, I really like what I saw out of Mac Jones, too. His first game ever, yep. 29-39, 281 and a touchdown. Uh, Damian Harris, he was great, good as advertised, except that fumble late ended up costing them. But, yeah, this was an entertaining game, and I'm sure the next one will be, too. Next time these guys meet up, week seven, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think just more play like this is just going to – and the era of Tua, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. But Miami, with that defense, they're a great quarterback away from you know taking the next step. And it, they've shown plenty of interest at Watson. And you know, if if they had Watson in this team, this is easy a top contender in the AFC. Yeah, I, yeah, they could win a playoff game with Watson. So yeah. I think they're going to be a destination to watch either later this year or next off season, whether it's Rodgers, whether it's Watson, that they're going to be interested in one of those higher tier quarterbacks. Yeah. But defense looked great once again. Patriots defense kind of underwhelming. Didn't look too great. They weren't yeah. able to make a lot of stops. The running game looked good. Mac did look good, but um, I think I don't think either of these teams are there ready yet this year. I think both are fringe playoff contenders, but I think they don't really have the QB talent right now to be one of the big contenders in the AFC. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, but I like what I saw from Mac. Tom Brady 2.0. <laughs> All right, next up we have Green Bay going into New Orleans and New Orleans stomping them. New Orleans winning 38-3. to Green Bay held without a touchdown. Uh, what happened to Green Bay in that game? Does anyone think Aaron Rodgers is actually tanking? <laughs> Anyone consider that? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I doubt it. Because this, I mean, it's the defense. It's a good enough team to to get as far as they got last year. So the defense looked awful. The line wasn't great. It's just 
Mm-hmm. I don't think they're a great team besides Rodgers. But I yeah. You just wonder if Love might take over this year. That's even a possibility if they fall out of contention early on. If they fall out of contention early on, well, here's the thing. No one in that division won a game this week. So it's like... But it's like... You're not really out of it, like, ever with this division. They did not look good at all. Well, let's say this team maybe drops, you know, five of their first seven or something. Then you think they start looking at, you know, Rodgers definitely done this year, after this year... They start thinking, oh, let's just give, you know, Fields a chance this year and then send Rodgers to a Denver, Miami. Yeah, I forgot his name. Jordan Love? Yes, him. (laughs) (laughs) But do you think that's an option, you know, maybe a midseason trade or is that out of the question mark? Um, I'd be really shocked if they traded him midseason. Because they actually had no interest in trading him prior to the season. But they're Green Bay. Like, what if they're two and five and they have Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that's the thing. Wouldn't you rather see what you have in love, you know, if the season's already over and then see if you can get something for Rodgers at that point? If you know he's definitely out of the block. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could see it. Uh, I would put my highest odds on Denver, but. It would be fun to see him in Miami. Or Las Vegas. I think there's a few a few good options for him. Yeah. Yeah, New Orleans looked really good, though. Both sides of the ball. Um, they just scored a lot of points. Yeah, yeah they really did. Great O-line. Good defense. Yeah. Consistent QB play away from... Yeah, from greatness. But uh, going into our next game, we have Denver at New York. The Giants, your boy, Danny Dimes, did not perform extremely well. Denver taking it down 27-13. Um, Kerry, as a member of the Daniel Jones fan club, uh, how did this game make you feel? I mean, I actually predicted he wasn't going to do well this week against <laughs> the Denver defense. Um, he wasn't horrible. He wasn't good. He was just Daniel Jones with another fumble. Um, I think this Thursday will be a big one against Washington, another good defense. But if, mm-hmm. if he sucks it up here, the Daniel Jones hype train is kind of going down. But, you know, Teddy B looked great. The Broncos look really good. Yeah. I think they're going to be a, another good contender. And the AFC West this year looks pretty good, you know. Yeah. It's always good. The Raiders looked good last night. Denver looks good early on. And the Chargers, I mean, they all went 1-0 this week. So, yeah, it'll be a good division this year. Yeah. It's a fun year for uh, the West divisions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both the NFC West and the AFC West both look really good. Kerry, I'm, i got to put up more of a fight for your boy than you. I thought Daniel Jones, I thought he looked good. I mean, offense didn't look good. He did a huge fumble once again. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that wasn't the – that shouldn't – that wasn't the whole part of the game. You know? I mean, but did, yeah, did, but I mean, that's, that was against a great defense. I thought he passed the ball well. He ran for that touchdown. Uh, and Saquon wasn't healthy either, so that's yeah. I'm saying like if if anything, I would I would be happy with this performance by Jones. But I mean, the rushing game was non-existent. I mean, 
the line wasn't great, but I, I thought Daniel Jones, he definitely looked improved. Their line is awful. Yeah. Did you guys see the tweet of uh, Nate Solder, who was blocking his own teammate? No, I didn't. Yeah, I have to look that up. <laughs> There's a picture of it, him blocking his own teammate. Nice. So that that's how the Giants Shades line. of uh, later. Zach, uh, don't say it. Come shades on. of Florida's Georgia Southern. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was one of the best videos ever. All right, moving on. Chicago at Los Angeles. Los Angeles taking it down. Big win, 34-14. Uh, Rams look good. Yeah, they look yeah. great. Here, go ahead, Gary. Stafford looked great. Looks like he might be able to guy take them over the notch this year. I don't really see a huge issue with his team besides the running game. But they yeah. look good. Bears, they suck. <laughs> um, the only reason I could say for sitting out fields, you know, they want – I don't think the Bears are very good even if Fields is there. So why not just tank this year and get another top pick and maybe boost that O-line? But otherwise, I mean, unless, like, Andy Dalton has some, like – no dirt he's holding on Matt Nagy. I don't know why else he's still there. Yeah. I mean, he's not good. He's not bad. He's just kind of like there. Yeah. And they yeah, need and a he's... great quarterback to make that team anywhere near good. Yeah, Matt Nagy just does not look like he, he needs to go. Offense yeah, he's got it all. He just yeah. he looks bad. Yeah. And you don't like you don't know like if Fields is even going to be enough to save him, like I mean, he might be. That's going to open up the playbook a little bit more. You can run with your quarterback. You can do a little more extended play actions. But I mean, I don't know if Justin Fields isn't ready. Which I mean, he doesn't have to be. Still young. I mean, if he's not ready and if he's not super great just yet, I mean, he's not going to be able to save Nagy. There, I told you those Browns fans are going to be starting chanting soon. All right, Matt Nagy. <laughs> so. Browns fans see. or Bears fans? Fans, yeah. <laughs> Maybe probably. both. <laughs> probably both. I don't. Th- I don't think there's any way he keeps his job by the end of the year. Yeah, uh, I really don't at this point. He should have been gone last year. John Fox, too. Yeah. Um, last game, great one on Monday night last night. Uh, Baltimore traveled to the desert to Las Vegas. And Las Vegas ends up taking it down. This is one of my upsets of the week. 33-27 in overtime. Derek Carr, a huge game. 435 yards passing. Um, obviously, Darren Waller, one of his best uh, one of the, his best targets on the field, having a big game. Uh, what did you guys think about uh, about this game? Did this surprise you at all? Uh, I would say I would just like to shout out uh, Derek Carr because he must obviously – Check us out on Twitter during the game because we were ragging on this dude relentlessly at the at the beginning of the game. He was horrible. Started off the game horrible. Was only throwing it to Darren Waller, and those passes were getting broken up or not there yet. But they were nowhere near him. Yeah, and then he just he really turned it around. Had a a great second half, and yeah, this was a very entertaining game. All right. It must also, have been preseason rust because he didn't play in the preseason. But yeah. he was two of ten for twenty-two yards, and of those eight completions, I think at least five were nowhere near anything. <laughs> but he, he really redeemed himself. He looked great the rest of the game. 
Raiders defense looked good. Max Crosby looked good. Lamar was really under pressure the rest of the game. He had those two big fumbles. The Lions struggled. The running game didn't do much. And the Ravens, I think I really don't see the Ravens going far this year, especially with all these injuries. They lost uh, Phillips last night. Also, two ear ending injury. And I don't know, I'm just not a huge fan of the Ravens this year. Yeah. I called it. I knew Vegas would win. I'm really happy that that went my way. Uh, Derek Carr showed up in that second half, just like Trevor said. <laughs> Looked amazing. Um, looked like the quarterback that he was supposed to be, and maybe he can quiet some of those rumors about getting traded from Vegas. Um, but we'll we'll see as a as the season goes on if if that play continues or if we see more of first half Derek Carr. Um, but yeah, big win for Las Vegas at home. Um, you know, maybe maybe uh, John Gruden got a, a wind measuring device instead of just tossing the grass up in the air. I don't know. Yeah, I'm um, knowing the Raiders. What'd you say, Kerry? Knowing the Raiders, they'll look good for the first eight games and fall apart over the last nine, like they well, always do. Maybe. At least they didn't give their head coach a humongous contract for no reason. All right. Yeah, so we're gonna reveal the record of our picks. We made picks last week, and then we're gonna pick our. We're gonna do fantasy start sit after this but uh before i reveal who has the leading record right now um i'm gonna say a couple things i'm gonna have you guys guess who you think has the leading record right now so the leading record is only two games ahead of the worst record so it was close it was very very close um who do you think won i think i went about 500 Okay. But I know Zach you picked uh you picked a couple that you were bragging about earlier. But I know I picked the Dolphins. I I'm gonna say either me or Zach. I'll I'll give it to you, Zach. You're gonna give it to me? Okay, Carrie. Who do you think won? Or you who's know leading? Because it's a season long thing. I think the real winner was whoever picked the freaking Bills to lose. But I'm gonna have to go with Zach. But <laughs> Just, just remember, whoever picked the Steelers to win is the true winner of this. Okay, so actually, the winner was Trevor. Wow. He, or the leader, because it's a season-long thing, he went 9-7. and yes, seven. Sir. yes, sir. He went 9-7 and seven in week one. Um, some really good good picking on Trevor's part. Carey finished second at 8-8. Eight and eight. Wow! Only yeah, one baby. game back, and I went finished seven and nine. It was a good thing that the Raiders won last night, or else I've been way back. But uh, I finished seven and nine. Um, now we're gonna do our picks for this week um, at the end. Um, but right now we're gonna roll directly into start sit. I'm gonna go ahead and start it off because I only have one start, two sits. So my first start is if you have them on your team. Hold on. I lost my spot. <laughs> if you have him on your team, I personally, I would start Mac Jones this week. Um, Jets aren't very good. Their defense looked okay last week, but 
I think that uh, going up against Miami week one was kind of a baptism by fire for Mac Jones. Miami's got a great secondary, and he still threw for 281 yards. I think that uh, he could go he could go off week two. Um, in uh, in New York. Um, and then my two sits, Trevor Lawrence. Um, he's got a tough matchup this week uh, against Denver, who's got a great defense. Uh, I don't think he'll perform very well. And then I would also sit Derek Carr. Even though he had a huge game, 435 passing, he's going to get the best defense in the NFL, Pittsburgh. The steel curtain is At back, baby. home. And uh, like I said earlier, this Pittsburgh defense just looks sexy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put up. I wouldn't put anybody against this defense. They look really, really good. So those are my three picks. Start sits. Start Mac Jones. Sit Trevor Lawrence. Sit Derek Carr. All right, Trevor, who you got? So Zach, um, I got a question about yours. Uh, sitting Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the running game is going to be a little bit better next week. I mean, even if it's not better, they're going to try, and it's going to be better. I don't think Lawrence is going to air it out as much as he did. But two and a half interceptions over under that Denver secondary. Ah, uh, God. I just don't know what's going on in that coaching room. Um, I'm going to go under two and a half. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty – I think he's going to have two. Okay. If you're giving me that half, I think he'll, he'll throw two picks. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, for mine, I'm saying you got to start Najee this week. He wasn't super impressive last week. I have him in fantasy. But uh, I think he'll redeem himself this week against the Raiders. And I think he has – he's eventually going to be a huge part of that offense. And hopefully it's it'll kick off soon because he's, he's an exciting player. Also got Damian Harris. Um, I know he fumbled last week at the end of the game and hard to gain Bill Belichick's trust, but – Going up against the Jets, I think he could, he's going to have a big week. And then A.B. Wait, is – Wait, 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 wait. I will just say be wary of Bill Belichick and his fumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a – I wouldn't rule it out that you don't see Harris much next week, just the way with Belichick is. Just because he, he a lot lost of, game last yeah. week. Yeah, because he's, he's mm. done that in the past, so you never know if J.J. Taylor or something's going to be the lead running back. <laughs> be be a little hesitant. Be hesitant yeah. on I can uh, see it. All right. And then my last must start is Antonio Brown. He looks like he's back. He looks like he's in prime form. I mean, that's a loaded receiving core over there, but he looked premier. So... Oh, by the way, uh, you know who looked bad in that game? Mike Evans. Yeah. He looked yeah, horrible. Didn't do, didn't do much at all. Mm-mm. And then he wasn't making plays when he was given opportunities to make a play. Mm-hmm. He's got a ring, so, yeah. All that matters. Yeah. All right, and then my must-sit uh, for the same reasons as what Zach said. I got Josh Jacobs. He is a... Uh, I think he was RB9 this opening week. Uh, some injuries on that Ravens front didn't help. Uh, that overtime game obviously got him a little more points. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting him out this week. I mean, obviously, if he's your RB2 or your flex, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea. But I'm not expecting him to get anything crazy this week. All right, Kerry, who's you got start set? All right. So start 
I'm pretty much going to go with the entire Tampa Bay offense this week. You know, Brady, um, whichever running back you decide to throw out there, Jones is supposed to be the starter, but whoever, you know, Brown, Goodwin, Evans, it's kind of just luck at this point of who's going to go off. But I think you're safe with a lot of them. Um, the Falcons defense, you saw I got torn up by Jalen Hurts. Um, the only way I'd stay away from this game is if it's a blowout and the game's over early on. But I think the Falcons offense should bounce back and it should be a pretty high-scoring game. Now and I Tom a, Brady. I got a question for you, Terry. Uh, sure. Do you think you're going to see a backup quarterback by the end of the game for the Bucks? I think it's going to be closer than people think, but I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think okay. Brady plays the whole game. Okay. Like, I think Falcons will stay in it, but it's not, you know, like two score, somewhere in that range. I gotcha. But, you know, I think Godwin, Evans, Gronk, Brown, they're all good plays this week. Fournette, Brady, obviously. Um, I'm also going to go with pretty much the entire Seattle Seahawks offense this week. Last week, the Cardinals destroyed the Titans defense. And I think Seahawks showing up how they beat up on Indies can be a good bet at home this week again. Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett, Carson, all must starts against a pretty weak Titans defense. Okay. Um, I'm also going to go with the dynamic duo of Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Minnesota's defense got pretty beat up last week. Hey, I'm not giving you a pass. For that, what we made fun of Zach last week for saying that he must start uh, Devonte Adams. That's so, a bad oh, pick, by the yeah. way. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I must blame you. So yeah, anybody out there that was considering not starting uh, DeAndre Hopkins, make sure exactly. you maybe do that if you feel like it. <laughs> exactly. I appreciate that you defending me, Trevor. I appreciate. Of course, that. Zach. And on the other end, I am going to say. In that Minnesota-Arizona game, I'm going to say sit Dalvin Cook, sit Kirk Cousins. He saw how good that Arizona front seven was and how bad that Minnesota line is. I think it's going to be another rough game for Cook. Cousins not really going to have a huge high upside this week. But especially you got to be wary of Cook. Okay. As similar to the Henry stat line last week. Then my last... Duo, who are usually must-starts, but I'm putting them as sit-ems this week, is the duo, as I mentioned earlier, of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs against Miami. Damian Howard, Byron Jones, that Miami secondary's excellent. You know, Allen's not last year as much, but the passes of problems with turnovers. I think the Miami defense is going to shut them down, and they're going to have to focus on the run game. So I'm going to stay away from Diggs. Obviously, you know, if you don't have a lot of great options in your bench, you're going to have to start them anyway. But if you got some options in your bench, I might think about sitting Diggs and Allen this week. Terry, okay. I know you don't have the week two scheduled right in front of you, but who are some quarterbacks that you would start ahead of Josh Allen this week going into Miami? Let me just pull up the schedule. <laughs> I mean, like, besides Mahomes and... Uh, yeah, give me a sec. Tyler, but... Give me a sec, okay, Daddy? Oh, I got you. I got you. Taylor Heineke. Ben Dinucci. Heineke's one I might consider, you know, the Giants got instead of Josh Allen. I don't I don't like Allen versus Miami. He didn't do much no, first. Tyrod sentence. Taylor. <laughs> say that in the full sentence. Okay, I'm not Gary. gonna say that one now. Gary, 
Say that in a full I, sentence. I would consider starting Taylor Heineke over Josh Allen. I would also consider Jalen Hurts against the Niners defense that was just I don't, I don't pretty torn up by Jared Goff and Jason Verrett is out for the year. Mm. Um, let me see if there's any ones. other ones. I don't hate the Hurts one, but James wow. Winston at Carolina. Uh, I'd stay away from that one. I don't like that matchup. Um, Dude, they, Teddy? Like? Teddy? Obviously, Just, Justin Herbert. I'd go over him if, if he's somehow of Herbert and Allen. Uh, what about uh, Teddy B at Jacksonville? The only – I might stay away from him in that game just because I think the Jaguars going to blow it out again. <laughs> but – Okay. You know, I think there are some better options. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, I just want to say one thing, uh, and that's that I think you're fucking wrong. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, was... did you it. say you're drinking again, Carrie? Hmm? I'm drinking a natty drinking? light. Yeah, that natty explains light. a lot. That explains yeah. a lot. You're losing this brain cells. This man is drinking sewage juice and saying that he wants to start Taylor Heineke instead of Josh Allen. Exactly. You'll see this week. Hey, who picked the Steelers, baby? <laughs> okay. That's different. Okay. <laughs> and and also, Beerly Spo- the Beerly Boys, we won in our Leaper League. Team looked pretty oh, good last week. Yeah, our team looked really good. Yeah. yeah we won 131 to 109. So, uh-huh. yeah, let me... How did we finish in terms of total points compared to everyone else? We were up there. We were top four, top five, I think. We were not even close to that, but but we weren't. We were the fourth lowest scoring team. <laughs> so, hey what. man, it's not about win. It's about matchups. It's about okay? the dubs. It's about it's getting dubs. dubs. That's right. Yeah, um, we got. Oh, the PPR league on sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you're okay. I thought you were talking about our our beerly fantasy league. Um, yeah. So before we before we go on up. to our picks for next week, just real quick, um, are there any changes you want to make to our team going into this game? Um, we are playing betting on the rocks. Wait, no, is that last week? You have to you have to go ahead a week. We're oh, playing the Sports Dude Heinz show. Uh, how do I go ahead a week? Oh, there you go. Sports Dude Hines show. Okay, we're projected to win. Uh, do we want to make any changes on the roster? Okay, I'm gonna call me crazy. Any thoughts about starting Ronald Jones against Atlanta? I uh, over Corlin Sutton. That's uh, kind of a very risky one, but I mean, Corlin Sutton didn't do anything last, last week, week, but I he played don't know. Denver. I mean, what Jacksonville, about, I mean, Denver's playing Jacksonville, so. And then I got a couple of waiver thoughts. You know, Elijah Mitchell looked good for the Niners last week. He yeah. should be their RB1. I don't want to try for him. Yeah. And Taylor Heineke versus Giants? Or do we want Kirk Cousins versus Arizona? Well, first off, I just got to say, uh, if you look at our bench right now, you're going to see Daniel Jones on our bench. That was Kerry's pick because he's dumb. And he wanted to go with Daniel Jones over somebody else. So I blame Kerry entirely for having Daniel Jones instead of anyone else as a quarterback. 
Okay, Dan. I'll I'll give Daniel Jones. He's a terrible first two matchups for quarterbacks. You know, <laughs> Denver and Washington. That's not a great way to start out the year. Just just like Josh Allen versus Pittsburgh and Miami. I can't but, even believe you said just like when comparing Daniel Jones to Josh Allen. You'll see one day <laughs> in the CFL. But yeah, I think Hein you know, Mitchell and Heineke if you want to take a waiver at. So just let you know, currently we might make changes to this, but currently we have Kirk Cousins starting. That's probably gonna change. Um Alvin Kamara um as RB one, Miles Gaskin as RB two, Adam Thalen um at wide receiver with Calvin Ridley, George Kill at tight end against Philly. Cortland Sutton against Jacksonville, Robbie Anderson against New Orleans, Jason Sanders against Buffalo, the kicker, and then uh, Washington defense going against New York Giants. Which I love that that matchup. Washington against yeah. New York Giants. Yeah. Thursday night, start the week off strong. Yep. The idea. Honestly, I, I love our team except for our second flex and our quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So, it's time for picks. All right. So, because Trevor won last week, you know, he's got the best record currently out of three of us. He's going to start us off. New York Giants Whoa, at I... Washington. Mm, New York Giants at Washington. Uh, give me Washington. Washington? That's all you're going to say? <laughs> give me New York. Give me New York. Give me New York. You want New York? I want New York, yeah. Okay. For what reason? Uh, I like what I saw out of Daniel Jones. It's prime time. Hopefully, Saquon will be a little healthier. I think he he plays well under the lights. Uh, I think Heineke might be a little shaky. Not that the Giants' defense is going to do anything to really like terrify him, but you never know. Might be a one-hit wonder. Might be really good. I'm just okay. Yeah. Carrie, you finish second. I'll let you go second. Give me uh. Any dimes. You're going Giants? Yeah, I like the Gi- Not a huge on the Giants, but I'm going to pick the Giants this week. Um, I think Washington coming off, you know, the short week, new starting quarterback. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it go either way, but I think I'm just going to lead Giants. I think Danny Dimes bounces back this week. All right, I am going to pick Washington. I think Taylor Heineke is going to lead the Redskins or the football team. Excuse me. That's... Wow. <laughs> I think, oh, the, I... I think okay. Taylor Heineke is going to lead the football team to a victory um, at home against a pretty mediocre Giants team. And uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, the Washington football team. Okay. Next is that a week... start? Is that his first regular season start? I think so. I can't remember if he started with Carolina or something. Oh, he might have. I don't know. But Next up, we have Cincinnati going into Chicago. Who you got, Trevor? Well, I, like this. I like this game a lot. Definitely not one that I'm going to want to watch. But <laughs> uh... I like this game. I'm not going to watch it, but I like it. I think it has potential to be really, really interesting for like really strong, really diehard Bengals fans and Brown fans. I think 
Brown. Jeez. You said that twice on. now. <laughs> Bears fans. Uh, give me Cincinnati 2-0. Okay. Game-winning Evan McPherson 49-yarder. Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Carrie? Left hash. I'm going to go Bengals, too. They looked good last week, and I think Bears fans are going to be calling for the heads Matt Nagy and Andy Dalton by the end of the week, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I uh, I agree with you guys. I'm going Cincinnati. I think you're exactly right, Carrie. I think Matt Nagy. You're going to hear a lot of boos. Uh, at Soldier Field, um, following uh, during probably the second half of this game, I'm assuming, um, and uh, Matt Nagy is going to be really feeling the heat uh, following this L that they're about to take at home against Cincinnati. All right, next up we got Houston at Cleveland. Uh, who are you going with, Kerry? Uh, Cleveland all day. I think Texans aren't a real. Aren't a real threat this year, and I think the Cleveland Browns pretty much steamroll them at home. All right. And also, I'd I'd say Nick Chubb's a must start in this game. Yeah, huge mismatch. I'm going Cleveland. All right. I'm also going Cleveland. Um, They looked good against KC last week. Um, They weren't able to finish and get the job done, but they still look pretty good. Um, and I, I have them winning big at home uh, against Houston. Next up, we got the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. Who you got, Trevor? Mm, sounds like a lot of good games this week. Uh, I got the Rams. Got the Rams going into Indy? Yep. All right. What about you, Kerry? Huge day for Donald. It's a close one, but I'm going to say L.A. I could see Andy taking this game in an upset, but I'm going to go L.A. Uh, I'm also going L.A. Uh, I think that defense is good enough to slow down that Colts offense again. And then it's not really going to matter either way whether that Indy defense is going to be able to contain that that, uh, Rams offense because I don't think Indy's going to put up a bunch of points in this game. Next up, Buffalo going into Miami facing the Dolphins week two. Who you got? Trevor. I got Buffalo. Buffalo, okay. Yeah. Bounce back game. Carrie? Shock in the world, two weeks in a row. Oh, my God. Right out of the 305, Miami Dolphins. Okay. I do not trust Josh Allen against that defense. Yes, he killed them last year, but I'm picking the Dolphins. <laughs> Yeah, I know this guy just tore up this defense last year, but hey, this these are different. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going uh, Josh Allen on the road into Miami. Um, I think this offense is a better offense than what they have in New England. I think they're going to be able to put up more points, and I think that this Miami offense, you're going to see Tua perform exactly like I said he'd perform, which is lackluster um, in week two at home. Um, so I'm taking the Buffalo Bills uh, going into Miami. Next up, we have New England going into New York to face the Jets at home. Who you got, Kerry? 
Yeah, if the Jets win this game, you're probably not going to hear from me next Tuesday because I'm going to be dead in a fucking ditch. <laughs> Pass by six. Pass by six? <laughs> <laughs> They're winning oh, so big. Man. It's the Pats by six. All right. Who you got, Trevor? Yeah, not the Jets. Not the Jets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm also taking the Patriots. Um you know, although they didn't get, they didn't walk away with the win last week. Uh, they looked pretty good um, on both sides of the ball. You know, obviously some kinks to work out with the offense, but I think that mostly has to deal with uh, they had some play calling issues um, late in that game. So I'm taking the Patriots on the road. Next up, we got San Francisco on the road going into Philly. Who you got, Kerry? Um, San Francisco. I think the Philly game last week was a fluke, and I think the Niners roll in Philly. All righty, Trevor. Uh, I'm going the same. I don't. I was really imp- impressed by Philly last week, but I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. Uh, Jimmy G looked great. Offense looked well tuned. And San Fran, I think they can do it two weeks in a row. Start out two and zero. Uh, I'm also going San Francisco on the road. I think this this football team's just built better than Philadelphia's. Uh, I agree with you, Kerry. I think that that last game, while not completely a fluke, they're going up against a pretty poor performing Falcons team. Um, so I, I don't think they get it done at home. So I'm going San Francisco. Next up, we have Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. The Steelers look real good. Who are you going with, Kerry? Um. Wow. <laughs> that was a tough long one. Long silence. <laughs> I'm going to Las Vegas. Oh, okay. I don't really love the Steelers' offense. And I think the you know, Raiders' offense is going to do just enough against the Steelers' defense to pick up the win. All righty. What about you, Trevor? I respect it. There's a lot of good games this week, a lot of games with some great potential. This is another one, but I'm going Pittsburgh. I don't think Raiders are going to do enough against that defense. All right. This is my upset of the week. Las Vegas is going to go into Pittsburgh and win in a close one. I'm right with you, Kerry. I'm I'm taking uh, the Raiders in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, Should be a really, really good game. I'm excited to watch it. Um, Next up... I think the Raiders the Raiders defensive line is looking a bit underrated and I think that weak Steelers O line is gonna get pushed around a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that D line looked pretty good last night against the Ravens. Um but next up we have New Orleans going into Carolina. Uh the Panthers taking on the Saints at home. Who you got, Trevor? Come on. <laughs> I got the Panthers, baby. <laughs> okay. Sam Darnold two and oh. All right. Yeah. Um, and start him in pin. And he's going to have a better game versus the Saints than Aaron Rodgers. So if that doesn't tell you something, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Basically, Sam Darnold's better than Aaron Rodgers. I didn't say it, but I'm not going to disagree with that. Okay. All right. Who you got, Kerry? Fortunately for Trevor, I'm going with New Orleans. 
Yeah. No, that's good. That's just another game up I can get on you. <laughs> I don't uh yeah i'm uh i'm also gonna go with new orleans um i was impressed um by new orleans i did not think they were going to be good this year and they you know took on the packers and beat them up pretty bad so uh it's tough for me to pick against them right now um after taking down a, a team that went into the nfc title game last year so i'm going with new orleans uh next up we have denver at jacksonville who are we going with, Trevor? Definitely Denver. It hurts me to see Judy out, but uh, yeah, I don't think Denver will, will struggle struggle at all. All right, Carrie. Yeah, I'm not even sure if the Jaguars can score ten points in this game. I'm going to go Denver. <laughs> okay. Um, as a Jacksonville fan, obviously there are times when you have to address yourself. Um, emotionally, um, and this is one of those times I have to take Denver on the road in Jacksonville. This Denver team looks really good to me. Um, they're one of my sleeper teams in the NFC or the AFC um, that could make a make a decent run at the playoffs. Um, and they looked pretty good last week, and Jacksonville looked horrible last week against a bad Houston team. So that is why I have to go Denver. Um, even though it hurts my soul. I'd be happy to actually lose a point on this, but I don't think I will. Next up, Minnesota at Arizona. Who you got? Trevor. Definitely got the Cardinals. Definitely going Cardinals. Big game from K1. All right. Carrie? I totally have no idea why. Everything in my gut is telling me not to, but I'm picking the Vikings. <laughs> I don't even know why. I just like have a feeling. <laughs> okay. Everything everything football related is telling me to pick the Cardinals, but I'm picking the Vikings. YOLO. Didn't you see you like sit Dalvin Cook and Yes, Earth. that's why it's so weird, but something's telling me to start to pick the Vikings. And that's I your upset ask, of the week. Don't ask me why. That's gotta be his upset of the week. Got an upset. No, I, picked, I picked somebody else, didn't I? Oh, yeah, you picked Miami, but they're at home. Yeah. My, yeah Minnesota's that's... traveling to Arizona to play. Yeah, that's probably my upset of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I feel like I won't even really need to ask this one, but we got Atlanta going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay playing at home. Who you got, Trevor? <laughs> How funny would be that be if the Falcons killed him? <laughs> Fuck like fifty, baby. Come on. Okay. Last Come time on. he said that they barely won. It's undefeated. I don't know. All right. I haven't lost all the time. All right. Kyle gets two touches this week. Maybe right. not. Carrie, who are you going with? Honestly, I kinda wanna pick the Falcons just Jeez. for the heck of it, but I'm not dumb, so the Bucks. <laughs> Okay. Remember, kids, if you're gonna drink, make it not natty light. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you end up picking Minnesota, traveling to Arizona to play the. And thinking about. Hey, you made thinking about fun of me last week for picking the Lions, and that didn't work out either. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it didn't. Um, Next up, we have. uh, Oh, I picked Tampa Bay, obviously. 
And uh, next up, we have Dallas at the Chargers. Who are you going with, Kerry? I feel like, uh, I'm going to go with Dallas. Okay. What was that? Well, Chargers don't really have a home field. <laughs> I feel like I like the Dallas. Chargers, but I don't know. I feel like Dallas is just the Chargers, but better. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Dallas. All right. I am going to take the Chargers at home against the Dallas I Cowboys. I don't uh, hate that. Um, I I think that they played pretty good against a really good Washington defense, uh, able to put up 20 points. Um, Dallas's defense is nowhere near as good. And, uh, Big week for Herbie. And I, I feel like uh, after taking down one of the division contenders – a week previously, I think that they'll take down another division contender in the NFC East um, by taking out Dallas this week at home. Uh, so I'm going with the Chargers. I really like Justin Herbert. Uh, next up, Tennessee traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Who you got, Trevor? This is a weird one. Like My gut is really telling me to pick Tennessee, but... Dude, if your gut's telling you, you got to listen to it. I'm trying to lose weight. Give me the Seahawks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right. Carrie? Seahawks. Going to be high scoring. Seahawks? I think, I think Titans will bounce back from last week, but I think Seahawks will win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks at home. Uh, they always play pretty well in Seattle. And uh, Tennessee's coming off of a loss where they their offense just did not look good. Um, so I'm, I, I think that uh, Seattle's going to be able to take it down. Should be a fun game to watch though. Uh, I'm excited for I'm excited to see that game. Um, Sunday night football, Kansas City at Baltimore. Who you going with, Kerry? Yeah, I'm not taking Lafraud Jackson, who's 0 and 3 against the Chiefs in his career. <laughs> Yeah, Casey all the way. All right. Who on Casey as well? I'd love to see the Ravens win. I hope it's an entertaining game. Uh, Lamar never seems to really get over that hump against uh, the Chiefs, but I think it'll be another good one. But, yeah, I got the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going with uh, the Chiefs as well. Um, They're who we thought they were. Put up a lot of points on the board. You know, defense kind of lackluster, but – we, we saw Baltimore go up against what we thought would be a lackluster defense um, again in Las Vegas and end up uh, losing that game in overtime. So what that leads me to believe is that Kansas City's defense is going to be plenty to be able to get them um, over the top in this game and uh, get Kansas City to win on the road. And Monday Night Football, we got an NFC North matchup. We got Detroit traveling to Green Bay to take on the pack. Who you going with? Trevor. I know who Kerry's taking. I already know. Uh, give me Green Bay. Okay. No reason why I want to give in them. Lions, they looked okay last week, but yeah, give me Green Bay. All right. Gary? I want to pick the Lions, 
but I just don't think it. I think I think Rogers can have a bounce back week. Just rip into that secondary. He's gonna pretty much just bite some kneecuffs off of those Lions defenders, Packers by double digits. So shocked you did not pick the Lions. I was like, he, he picked won. the Lions against San Francisco, and Green Bay is coming off a, t- a loss to New Orleans by over thirty points, and he's gonna take he's gonna take Green Bay. All right. Um, I also went with uh, Green Bay. I agree with Kerry. I think it is going to be a bounce back game for Rodgers um, at home in Lambeau. Uh, I think that uh, that Green Bay is going to perform very well, and I think they're going to come out with a win. Go to what are you guys? The season. What are you guys' thoughts if the Lions go in there and beat the Rodgers at Lambeau? I'm going to be Rogers, confused. And Rod- I'm going to have Rogers, no idea what's going on in that division. And Rodgers plays terrible again. Still too early, but it yeah. would make it a lot more likely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'd just be – that division just gets so confusing if, if the Packers keep continue on what they've been doing so far. Just really confusing. I don't think there's any way the Bears or the Lions take that division. So it's, I mean, it has to be the Vikings or the Packers at but this the, point. The Vikings didn't look good. That's the thing. Against Cincinnati, they did not look good. None of these teams look. Is it's the, the N- NFC North the new NFC East? What's going on? It must be climate change that the East got moved. Yeah. North went east. Yeah. One, once again, know. guys. Natty lights, stay away from it. Yeah, kids. <laughs> all right, that is all we have for the show today. Uh, is there anything you guys want to add before we uh, get off of here? That if you haven't already, but you probably have, at Beerly Sports on Twitter, Beerly Sports on Instagram, growing every day, interacting every day. You don't want to miss it. Sit one Tweet us. Okay. Talk to us. Let us hear your thoughts about anything. Let us hear what your dreams are at night. Let us hear your innermost desires. Okay. He needs to get off the natties. Yes. Once once again, guys. Get a nice beer. Get like a, a Black Butte Porter out of Bend, Oregon. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that uh, honestly, Sam Ellinger yeah. gets some quality playing time so I can send Carrie something worth drinking. <laughs> honestly, I'd, I'd rather never watch football again than drink your beer, Zach. Not going to lie. What are you talking about? My beer is delicious. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you guys for listening. This, once again, has been the Beerly Football Podcast, uh, available on Spotify, Google Play, um, and uh, almost all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. Still waiting on that uh, Apple Podcast thing. But uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we're considering putting the podcast on YouTube with just a blank background. Um, they have certain rules about drinking alcohol on YouTube. So, <laughs> uh, let us know what you think about that. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we'll see you guys next week.